Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Basement Dropkick. It is Wednesday, August the 26th. This is Fran, and to my front, we have the mecca of the Mario Kart, the New York Times number one best-selling author with his book, Eat, Sleep, Pokemon, Repeat, the man who once trended on Twitter worldwide by stating, I don't have a problem with Microsoft Xbox fanboys, I just don't swing that way. Freshly sanitized JCL. What's going on, everybody? Give it up. So, before we start things off, I would like to say I'm going on a break from most of my responsibilities on our 10 Wrestling Pro Wrestling Discussions page. There was a, we'll just say a misunderstanding, a disagreement of a lot of things I'm not going to get into. So, with that said, I'm still going to be uploading 2300 podcast episodes still gonna be doing mine once again if we feel like it and we um, do this podcast on our terms yeah basically that's how it is when we feel like it for our dozens and dozens of fans all five of them and hey tonight we might get fan number six and in that case he gets a free t-shirt with the 2300 no not him fuck him no actually the 2300 wrestling podcast t-shirt and a basement dropkick t-shirt with 10 wrestling on it it's gonna be me it's gonna be awesome oh, man you know what it is is because i had some really kick-ass applebee's and i got the itis so yeah, i don't know why but for some reason applebee's just has a really good steak yes however we asked for medium rare and it was well done it was like medium rare and it was awesome, but it, was, it could have been more awesome. So it's something to think about for next time. Be like, excuse me. I would like to hear my steak moo, okay? That's not asking for too much. So I'm not really sure what gave me the idea of doing a show so soon since it's been a whole week, maybe. Typically, lately, it's been three, four weeks at a time. But you know what? Fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. Why? Because I like to throw things off. I quit this place. I'm going to do an episode. <laughs> That's how I roll. No, you know what it was? It was because on Monday, Keith Lee made his Raw debut. And we're not going to do recaps. We're just going to talk about certain key topics. Try to cut this down. So, mixed reactions all around. He had a de his debut. He came out during a segment with Randy Orton. And then he had his match against Randy Orton. Ended in DQ. But a couple of things that people mentioned was, first off, Vince McMahon has already taken over because Keith Lee, oh, we can't, we need to have you in a bodysuit because we can't show how fat you are. And the other thing was, was that his theme music changed, but there was an actual reason for that. And what was that reason again? Apparently, uh, WWE is done with CFO. They have their own, they have a new music producing studio. Uh, I forget what it's called, but they're basically began taking over uh, most of the music from here on out. And because of, I guess, monetary rights and stuff, most of CFO's music is staying with them. So, like, Keith Lee's theme, Seth Rollins' theme, they're all pretty much gone. Which is why Seth Rollins had that music change, why Keith Lee now has that music change. Are we going to have a different Undisputed Era? If they even have the Undisputed Era on Raw or SmackDown? Yeah. What is it going to be? There's a lot of things. Picture there. this. Picture this. You know what? I'm going to pull this up. Picture if you heard this, okay? Shock the system.
So yeah, that would be horrible. Um, with the amount of money that WWE has, why can't they just keep the rights? Is oh. it? I mean, it's. Is see if. Okay. Is it? Does it really cost them that much to get CFO music? Pretty good. Hired that Jim Johnston. Shouldn't have fired him in the first place. It's Vince. He'll fire anybody. He'll fire Mike Kyoto, who's been with them for like 75 years. It sucks, too, because CFO has some really good themes. Yeah, no, they did have some. But there was a lot of people that were talking about how they have, like... They have the radio hits, which is why people like them. Exactly. It, they they typically like each song. It would have a it would have a really good catch the middle, but then it would kind of like loop loop over and over again. But it would sound so good. It's still that means a theme. What do you expect it to be? Voodoo child. <laughs> hey, even Steve Austin's theme was a repeat. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of good theme songs in history that were repeats. What about the Ultimate Warrior? Of course Ultimate Warrior. It was literally just like one quick loop. It's literally just a cocaine binge on repeat. There's Razor Remote, Ted DiBiase. Even the DX theme is literally a minute long. Everybody thought that was raging this machine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they need to cough up the money and just... You, you know the really frustrating part, though? Is whenever you watch the stuff on the on the network. Mm. And how and they how, how they'll have the network edits. Yeah, like New Jack's theme if you watch any old ECW stuff. Hey, at least they tried, okay? It's not, it's not like um, when TNA had their hardcore reunion show and New Jack was there. They were like, yes, let's... Let's make this sound like his theme. No. I give them props. The editing theme that they did give for New Jack is is decent. Have you heard it? It's okay. a. It's called. I forgot what it's called. I think it's a in the ghetto or something. Yeah. So yeah, uh, not sure what they're gonna do with Keith Lee. Hopefully, something more. I heard they're gonna give him. He's just already getting like the big push. But I don't know if they're going to go through the plans of making the top face or the monster heel. I don't know why he would need to be a monster heel, though. I mean, isn't that what Braun Strowman's for? But we say that about a lot of people, and then they end up being an awesome monster heel. Yeah, but does everybody need to be a monster heel just because they're, you know, kind of big? If it means that we get to see Keith Lee whoop Roman Reigns' ass, absolutely. Fair enough. Because their Survivor Series um, battle that they had was awesome. Yeah. So we had TakeOver, we had SummerSlam, and uh, both of them had some surprises in there. Like Pat Pat McAfee's match against Adam Cole. Yeah, did you hear that? Apparently that was all on the fly. Well, there was a lot of people that were talking about it. it I mean, when they were inside the ring, it was probably on the fly, but they still had to have discussed at least a couple of spots beforehand. Yeah. Like, there was a couple of spots in there that were obviously, like, planned ahead of time. But, yeah, it was a good match. Um, everybody gave props because it was like, oh, look, he just took the Canadian Destroyer. But the one the one thing that people were kind of little off about was, was the fact of, so the Panama, so the Canadian destroyer is a very uh, let's just say you have to suspend your disbelief. Yeah. And with the Panama Sunrise, it's even more so because the guy literally has to like kind of walk over and just put himself in position. Yeah. Right. But it was the fact that he still took the move flawlessly. By the way. Yeah. So it was a good match. Another one I was a uh, surprise was. Seth Rollins against Dominic. I'm surprised they had Dominic lose. Why don't they just call him Dom Mysterio? Is that what they were calling him? Oh, Dom Mysterio. Yeah, why don't they call him Dom Mysterio? The master of the Dominator. <laughs> I guess because Rey Mysterio III is too much of a... Rey Mysterio III. 
It almost sounds sophisticated. See what all the magic they have in there. You know what? Oh, we had um So Roman Reigns came back. He yeah. came back. He speared or he speared the fiend. He speared Strowman. He was chairing everybody. And he had new teeth that Randy Orton made fun of. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Those jokes for Randy were too funny. Yeah. <laughs> he killed me when he did the fucking Brian Griffin. Yeah, so Roman had some brand new shiny veneers and everybody was joking about because of how very obvious it was they had dental work done, which, you know, good for him. But it almost looked like the episode of Friends where Ross we was were, like, smiling. Too bright. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, look at your teeth. They're like, so white. He's like, Do you notice anything? Yeah, your teeth. I saw them like a three blocks away. Yeah, not to mention his uh, Stone Cold ripoff shirt. Oh, yeah. What, what did they say again? Um, it's like arrive, destroy everybody, wreck everyone, and leave. Yeah, I mean, I love how people like were like, "Oh, he's a heel now." I was like, "No, he's not." He a just heel. beat up. He, he just, just beat up both of them for the sake of beating up both of them. He's not a fucking heel. But that's what they need to do with Roman, because the Roman from before he didn't care. Like, so when Roman was a heel in the Shield. He still came across as a guy that would have beaten up the other heels. True. So, that's what they need to do with him. But please, for the love of God, don't make him a Stone Cold wannabe. Nobody wants that. Damian Priest talks, uh... Oh yeah, Damian Priest, he won the NXT North American title. That was another one for TakeOver. Yeah, that ladder match was really good. Yeah... Oh. Unfortunately, during during the duration of the entire TakeOver pay-per-view, everybody was trending Fire Velveteen Dream online. So, I'm sure you have much to say about that. I mean, I really don't. It's just, you know, people are... It's basically what you said. People are assaulted at a police investigation and go anywhere. This is what it comes down to, and this is what a lot... Of, and this is what... I mean, there's a lot of people that are like, look, I mean, did you see the messages? Well... Yes, and he said that he did have dick pictures that were out. But text messages can be faked, photoshopped, and once police investigation comes in, they can see if the text message... They they can pull up actual text messages. Mm -hmm. I mean... Here's the thing. And I can say this because I'm also what? WWE is not about to let... Like, alright, look... <laughs> If a black dude was suspected of a crime, he either did it, he either did it, or he didn't do it. But like, best believe they're gonna make sure that he did it, unless it's Enzo. Then he gets fired. Yeah, like, and then Enzo was innocent. It's like they were like, "Well, fuck you it's anyway." The fact that people honestly don't believe that they're going to run a full-on investigation on a black dude suspected of a crime. Like, really, you honestly think that they wouldn't do that? WWE has made attempts to being very PC and on top of things like that, but at the same time, then you're like, well, then what's Lars Sullivan's excuse? Exactly. Like, yes, I made homophobic, racist comments, and then, lo and behold, later on, I show up in a gay porn, which means that I'm just fucking mental. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna make fun of gay people, and I was in a gay porn. Like... And somewhere, you know, you probably have somebody going, Damn it! I knew I recognized him from somewhere! <laughs> oh my god, he's beating off the Lars Sullivan? Oh. <laughs> That's right, Lars. Let me see that freak accident of yours. <laughs> so they call it the freak accident. Bottom line is this. If the police couldn't find any proof, there's nothing. It's and they didn't that. even put the stuff... They didn't even file a police report to start out with. They exactly. Just, it was like a post on Reddit or some if shit If you're like 100% like sure that he did this to you or that he did this, 
you don't need to be posting on Twitter or Reddit. Just go straight to the police. Yeah. This also isn't a case of uh, a lot of the other cases that came out where, like, what the hell was it? It was uh, not Joey Ryan. I'm trying to remember the other guy. The British. Who did Okada face at uh, Osprey? No, no. Who did Okada face? As, man, I see it. the the villain. Oh, Marty, Marty Skrull. So, when he had his case, when everybody was coming out with the speaking with the speak out stuff, he basically said, "Oh, yeah, it basically happened." It's like, "Oh, it happened, but it was consensual." Like, "Oh, you know the the intoxicated underage girl, but over there it's okay." It's like, "Yeah, but you're not there." It's like, dude, you do realize that a lot of these guys that you're working with probably have kids that are around that age, and they're like. Yeah, I better keep my daughter away from you. You might want to try to fuck her. So, that that's the whole thing, is that most of the cases, there were people that admitted, or they were like, oh, there was no wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. And then you had other cases like Joey Ryan, where half the cases were fucking, like, he tried to explain it, and then the other half was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, even if you cut out half the cases, there's still a lot of cases out there. Yeah. And then the other one was, I mean, there was a few other ones that were just like, like the shit with Mike Quackenbush, he just shut everything down. Yeah, he, 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 he had a lot going on. And what else was there? There was just so much shit. But basically, it's like, okay, once again, there was a police report. Nothing came out of it. But then some other people will say, there was a lot of cases, uh, sexual misconduct cases where nothing happens after you file well okay you know mm-hmm. what to do they bought him back on TV and we'll see how it goes yeah. but you're gonna try to like you know push on social media to get him fired I mean don't know don't know what's going on so maybe we'll see later on or everything will just go away and we'll just move on to some other case we'll see JBL congratulates Wade Barrett on his NXT gig. Oh yeah, I heard I heard about that earlier today. Apparently, Wade Barrett's coming back for a one-time gig for a commentator. Oh, hold on, son. Where is this? I think there's an article on here about it. Commentator for what? Uh, just NXT commentator. Is it a regular thing or just like one-time show? I think it's like a one-time show. For the UK show? I think. For whatever they plan on doing with the UK show, which hasn't been much lately. Well, I mean, there's really not that much they could do. Yeah. Between COVID and Me Too, or Speak Out, or whatever it's called. Yeah, that wiped out the entire British wrestling scene. Let's see, what else we got here? Shelton Benjamin shows support for indie wrestling promotions. Ah, this should be interesting. Let's see. WWE superstar Shelton Benjamin tweeted out his support for independent wrestling promotions this week, commenting on the promotions that are coming back with shows and live events. Great seeing lots of indie promotions getting back to business. Glad to have you all back. The industry needs you. Stay safe and tear the house down. Hashtag support indie wrestling. Uh oh. Well, there goes the hurt businesses push. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know, it's like, my God, what has Shelton Benjamin been doing in the house of hardcore? <laughs> Ray Wyatt offers forgiveness to Goldberg. What is this? Earlier today, WWE superstar and current Universal Champion Bray Wyatt expresses forgiveness to Hall of Famer Goldberg over Twitter. Last February, Goldberg. The Fiend Bray or uh, wow, Goldberg defeated Bray Wyatt to win the Universal Title at Super Showdown 2020. Bray writes or he wrote, "Dearest Goldberg, don't worry, old friend, we fixed it. Don't listen to what they say. You and I know they're wrong. I forgive you. 
But please, if you see the red, walk away from it. Let's see what else we got here. We got um Oh oh yeah, so on dynamite. I don't know, we did I think we did talk about this. We'll talk about it again. It was uh Brody Lee squashing Cody. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if we talked about that. No, because... I don't think we did. No. Yeah, so... In, um, so, Cody was doing his whole, like, open chat... Or not even... Well... It was mainly him getting matches with, like, independent wrestlers. But it was more or less like an open challenge to anybody, even if they were on the roster already. Mm-hmm. So, Brody Lee squashes Cody in, like... What was it, like, five minutes? Yeah just out of nowhere so anybody that kept saying oh Cody's Cody's holding people down and Brody Lee's being wasted well there you go you know it's kind of what that was but now we the usual fucking feedback of oh it's just WWE guys that went out WWE guys let me clarify something with this with a lot of you at this point in wrestling everyone in some shape or form is a former WWE wrestler worker or what have you it's no point complaining about someone jumping from WWE to somewhere else it's because you it's because you know they're a little bit more prominent in WWE does not make them a WWE reject or former WWE superstar that's getting special treatment yeah like cause like to be honest they're technically there's impact is literally the same thing it's former WWE and NWA is pretty much the same thing. Ring of Honor is probably the only one where it isn't, and New Japan is probably the only one where it isn't. But the bottom line is this. Every some every person that's in the wrestling business, in some shape or form, whether it's security, catering, being a wrestler, whatever, they've been in WWE. So stop using that as an excuse. Here's a question for you, now that you've mentioned New Japan. Who in New Japan do you think would actually do well in WWE? Who do I think would do well in WWE? Which would not be a whole lot because they all seem to, you know. But who would be like the exception? Be like, you know what? I think this guy would do well. Um. Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I got an answer for you. Who? Jay White. That's too obvious, though. Yeah. But he would be, like, the next Baron Corbin. Nah. If anything, he'd just be another Miz. That's an insult to the Miz, man. (laughs) (laughs) The Miz is better than that. I would say... Who I would like... Who I could think of would be good in WWE. If uh, his English got better, Tanahashi. I'd really like to see Naito. Naito is no Naito is awesome, but he gets fucked over so much. Yeah, he's basically New Japan Sasha Banks, <laughs> which is not an insult; it's just an observation. My God, Naito, the master of the Naito statement. Speaking of Sasha Banks, you know she's now like zero and five with Raw Women's Championship title defenses. Nah, I'd... wow, really? Well, there you go, Sasha. Congratulations. Well, that's Sasha Banks. Person who always loses when it counts. Let's see what we got. We got, uh... Sammy Guevara offered to jump off the stadium. Well, this is interesting. Why? On a recent episode of AEW Unrestricted, Sammy Guevara discussed his big bump during the stadium stampede match at Double or Nothing 2020. Guevara took Kenny Omega's one-winged angel off an elevated platform in one of the more talked-about moments of the wild match. Guevara recalled how he offered to leap off the top of the stadium and told Tony Khan he was serious just to see, just to make sure he wasn't passed off as a joke. I'm taking the one-winged angel from Kenny Omega during... Okay, 
So that's my own fault too, because I kept texting Tony saying, hey, I'll jump off the stadium. The stadium's like 200 feet or something like that. And then I think he thought I was joking, so I texted him. I'm like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> I'll jump off the stadium. <laughs> so they got like this stunt coordinator, and then we were only approved for 40 feet. <laughs> only 40 feet. <laughs> so stadium was out of the question. We're shameless, man. You know, Jay no, would have done it. He would have been like, he would have been like, fuck your regulations. Yeah, I'm jumping this stadium. Exactly. Why? Because he's I trying. Can. No, because he wants his dad's attention. Probably uh, worse after they showed that video clip of Vince jumping off that balcony. Oh my god! <laughs> and then him putting his hands up like the boss. Like nothing. It's like, dude, there's padding down here. Come on. <laughs> Stop being a bitch. Come on, Gronkowski. <laughs> that was basically that was basically what we were saying. It's just like, dude, it's not that deep. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> I'm pushing eighty, and I just did this shit like it was nothing. This is my warning workout. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do for fun. <laughs> so on Sammy's original plan for the bump, I wanted to do some cool flip, like or something cool, like a flip or a dive. And then I slowly changed too. No, no, no. What if we just... What if we just throw you off? What if we just gave you this... I almost took a Canadian Destroyer off it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, I told Kenny, you know, he's such a pro. He's one of the best. So I didn't have any doubt in it. It was really just up to him how he wanted to place me. So if he wanted to give me one of the nice ones that he gave me, or if he wanted to give me the driver version... <laughs> I said, if you're going to give me the driver one, I think I'm dead, so it's up to you. <laughs> Casually is about it. Like, yeah, you'll probably actually kill me if you do the driver version. Yeah, the driver version of the one-winged angel. It's like it's like Jericho's version of the lion tamer. It's like, you know what? I'm going to be nice to you and give your boss... I, I hate you. I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. So, if Omega it's like, was it's like in... With, sorry. It's like with Lesnar. Like, how you can tell he doesn't like someone with the F5. If he likes someone with the F5, he'll just do it the normal way. If he doesn't like someone with the F5, he literally just throws them in hopes and just <laughs> goes from there. I'm going to throw you in. Just, you know what? Wish you the best. Yeah. Or the worst. the landing because I'm not accounting for it. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the reason why a lot of people were uh, fans of the... Kevin Nash jackknife powerbomb not the one from WCW where it actually kind of looked like he was trying to do a good powerbomb we're talking the one from WWE or WWF back in the day where he just like you know what I'm just gonna pick you up now I'm just gonna drop you yeah like if, if you land on your head your shoulder whatever just drop you or like Undertaker like when he was like mostly still in his prime when he started doing the hell the uh, last ride yeah yeah or what about the uh, every single time the Undertaker would give somebody the jumping tombstone? Oh my god. That still today to me looks like the most painful fucking, the scariest fucking move possible. Like, you gotta have, I gotta have a lot of trust with you to willingly commit to that. Because you're literally just saving my life with just your knees. Why didn't he give And the, if you have chicken legs, that's not going to help. Why didn't he give the jumping tombstone to Goldberg? <laughs> <laughs> he should have. Yeah, that probably would have actually worked. That would have worked in his favor. Yeah. So the Jack Driver, whatever the fuck it was that he did. <laughs> Let's see, what else do we have here? We got... Uh, we're not going to talk about ratings. Fuck that. Uh, so, oh... Uh, Let's be real. No one really gives a shit about ratings or the demos or anything like that. It's just a matter of being like this. It's just a matter of just being smart. Like, I've never cared about the ratings before. I certainly don't fucking give a shit about them now. Like, I but without the ratings, we wouldn't have the demo guy. There's, uh, that's hilarious. But there's nothing more annoying than someone, than the wrestling, than someone who likes watching wrestling that, that always does. And you've probably heard this too. I like both shows, or I like all wrestling. I don't have a problem with either one. But then they'll be the first person to fucking criticize the other shit or post the ratings. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. 
It's annoying. Well, once again, we wouldn't have had the demo god, and I love the fact that you see, half the time I can't tell if Jericho is being serious or if he's trolling or if he's, he's a little totally bit totally trolling, dude. But there's a couple of okay, if based on what we've seen from him over the past several months and just with certain subjects like when he would say all lives matter or like oh I'm only going to say wear a mask now even though before I didn't care and now I'm going to do this Fozzie concert with nobody wearing a mask and everybody gave him so much shit about that mm -hmm. they were like oh look it's the Ayatollah of Corona <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a funny name or like oh look Jer Jericho's gonna go to Dynamite and give everybody the Corona effect. That's actually a great name. Yeah. For his move. The, the his stupid move. The, the COVID effect elbow. <laughs> the COVID effect elbow. Social. The walls, no, the walls no. of quarantine. No, 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 no. <laughs> My God. Social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> he put him in the walls of quarantine. Off the hell in a cell. Oh, God, so... Speaking of... Oh, hi. Hi, sweetie. So, speaking of... Speaking of, um... Meow. Hold on a second. We, we, we got a guest here. Hi. Come on, you gotta, you gotta talk for... You gotta talk for our five fans. Come on. Meow. There we go. You getting that? We got our... Metcha, you know what you get? You know what you get? You get a free t-shirt. So, Jericho on Dynamite, he challenged Orange Cassidy to a, to a rubber match. And if I'm trying to remember how exactly this gimmick match is, it is, they're going to have a, a tub or something full of orange juice and bubbly. Yeah. Why? It's going to be, it's, it's going to be a orange, or it's going to be like a mimosa, a mim, a mimosa match. <laughs> mimosa you didn't hear about that? No. Yeah. It's the most Vince Russo thing I've ever so, heard. So Orange Cassidy was supposed to have an interview, and that's when uh, Jericho came out. And then when Jericho laid down the challenge, and he was like, Orange Cassidy, do you accept? And once again, you know, he didn't say anything. He just gave the lazy thumbs up. He's like, yes, I accept the match. And the Orange Cassidy got jumped by the, uh, got jumped by Inner Circle, so. I forgot I was talking about. She's so adorable. What do you think they're going to do with Orange Cassidy? Uh, I don't know. It's like you said. He could be a joke wrestler slash decent mid-card guy. I hope. But, like, if he... I just... But he should really stay mid-card. As much as... As awesome as I think he is, he's one of those guys that are more well-suited for a, the mid-card area. He's the... He's the one that's supposed to make the... Make it fun. He's the comic relief. Yeah. He shouldn't be in no, like, serious position for the world title. I shouldn't see John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy for the AEW Championship oh, going God, that would be awesome. I mean, you can do it like a joke version of it where, you know, it's just for fun. But, like, where those times they put, like, Santino in, like, the Elimination Chamber or some shit and they, like, have the audacity to make it seem like he has a chance. Dude, if you were to hit the lazy the, the lazy kicks, my God, two count only! No, better yet, <laughs> the lazy kick, and then for the last one, he slaps his leg. Oh, that'd be fun. The leg slap. <laughs> it just No, he wouldn't even slap it, he just brush his leg. Oh my god, why does he not do that? Instead of doing an exaggerated leg slap, he just goes like he just does he does a golf clap. Yeah, he goes to headbutt somebody, he goes like this. Yeah. He needs to make his super choreograph in these spots even look look more ridiculous. I'm still sad that Chuck Taylor basically said that we're not going to see the grenade in AEW. Why can't we just see it once? Just one time. Mm -hmm. Tony Khan thanks the fans for watching AEW on Saturday. Well, that's good for him. 
Let's see what else we get. Renee Young is leaving. That made me so sad. Renee Young is awesome. I don't give a shit what people say. She's so awesome. And it's really going to be so fucking sad when she when that should be gone. Because she's the type of person where she could put... Yeah, we did talk about this. Because mm-hmm. I said, she's the type of person where she could put you in the friend zone. And you'd be like, you want to be my friend? Okay. That's awesome. That's, I'm totally cool with that. I'm totally cool with hanging out with you and just, you know, shooting the shit. Yeah, she's one of those few people in WWE where just everyone likes her. Yeah. Like, everyone. So much that even when they had that, uh, that live stream or whatever, when Moxley, like, bumped into the picture and everybody just started laughing their ass off, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, Vince totally does not watch any of this. Yeah. Had that been literally anybody else, she probably would have gotten suspended. <laughs> or fined or some shit. Yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine that was Peyton Royce and Sean Spears? Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's not happening. Let's see. What else do we have? I really just wanted to do this episode to talk about Keith Lee because I was like kind of sad about that. But FTR member Dax Harwood, a.k.a. former WWE superstar Scott Dawson of the Revival, responded to a trolling fan on Twitter who claimed he's only in the quote-unquote minor league now. That he's part of AEW and no longer in WWE. You can view that exchange below. Dax Harwood was originally or initially promoting FTR's upcoming appearance on Vicky Guerrero's podcast tonight. The Twitter user later responded, How does it feel being in the minor leagues while WWE continues to be at the top spot? Harwood oh God, later in, such a mark Harwood later say. in response, he says how does it feel to be such a weird loser that you're tweeting me multiple times every day about this and you're so lonely that your profile picture is two girls you fantasize about having as your significant other? Burn! Do it to himself. That's right, Matcha. Eric Bischoff discusses why he didn't like The Fiend. Well, fuck Bischoff. Bischoff really has something to say about The Fiend. I'm right, because fucking Robocop in WCW was cool. Dude, Robocop was awesome. In WCW? He should have been world champion. <laughs> really? We should have had Robocop versus Hulk Hogan. Oh, God. Dude. Wouldn't you have loved to see Robocop go, You're mine, cr- or, wow, I can't even say, You're under arrest, dirtbag. No, you're, you're under arrest, creep. Dirt bag. Yes. One last thing. I don't feel like doing this anymore. I'm bored. Was uh the Thunderdome and the many, many interesting images that we were not supposed to see. Oh yeah. What was uh I knew it was gonna be some stupid shit. I didn't know it was gonna be to that level of extreme. So I'm not going to go off any lists online. I'm just going to remember what I heard people were talking about. So No, I've seen it. So I, I Well, can... no, I mean, so we're going to go through some of the, the the harmless ones. Like, there are people that said, yeah, you had stuffed animals and Pikachu and some other ones. But then one was there were, there were two Benoit sightings. There was the KKK member. There was the... Live execution, and that's the one that caught everybody's attention. Was that it was some live leaks video footage or whatever footage they they got off the internet? Yeah, so on Raw or SmackDown, you're, uh, SmackDown. yeah, on SmackDown when you're watching, it was like right where you could see it. Yeah, it was literally hard. Well, it's all hard camera side, but it was like it was literally directly right there. You couldn't even pass it off. So there's some there's some uh, different ways that WWE can go about this. They're not gonna stop doing this because they they need they 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 put so much time into it. They're they're gonna work around it. They need to either they need to run the shows on a delay. Yeah. Like even if it's just a minute, you know. The other thing is, is that they obviously had people, 
probably watching over and moderating. They need to have more. They need to have, like... How many people could possibly even be doing that right now? Hard to say. I mean, that's that's the biggest issue, is the fact that everybody, everybody was talking about this. They said that people are just going to be stupid and try to do some dumb shit. And, of course, this is wrestling audience. I mean, you don't hear about this stuff going on in the NBA. Has there been any interesting cases with the NBA virtual fans? No, not really. Yeah, because we would have heard about it whether we wanted to hear about it or not. It would have been on Facebook. way more controlled. Yeah. That one, they need to... They need to lock things down the same way that, that the NBA is. So... But the other problem, though, is the fact that with the with what they're going for in WWE, they're going for literally giving an illusion that the entire crowd is there almost. The NBA, I mean, they had live fan, they had the uh, virtual fans there, but not nearly this many. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they kind of overshot what they probably should have realistically went for. And at the same time, Vince McMahon was probably like, yeah, we're going to go through issues, but we need a crowd, damn it. I'm getting tired of this, like, crowd of 25 at the at the performance center. We can't have this shit anymore. Question. Does the pre-recorded cheers and booze help? Yes and no. I mean, having any noise at all is going to help. I like the fact that they're not... It's... I, I like... I like the low-level crowd noise, where it just sounds like something's there. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They still need to have a way for audience participation, though, as far as like audio. They're not gonna have they're not gonna have live audio. Obviously, that's just not gonna work. But just they, something like they put on put on a freaking app or do whatever, and just be like, hey, press this button to cheer. Press this button to I don't know something, you know. will say this though the entrances that they're doing are awesome with with the extra lighting and everything oh, yeah yeah i love the fiends the fiends looks great with all that extra pyro you know what's the part that pissed me off speaking of pyro why couldn't they give mvp his pyro back because it's mvp it's lucky he even has a job right now okay oh look trust me he's gonna keep that job considering how much they've been using him so far are you serious he went from just being a minor producer backstage to Daniel getting a fucking U.S. title run again. Dude, he went from, okay, you're going to have one match. <laughs> you're going to have one match, too. You're going to have your own stable. Like, yeah. how did you even go from there? You're supposed to literally have a one-off match at rest, after WrestleMania. And now... And now Bobby Lashley is your bitch. <laughs> yeah, right? Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin are your bitches. I can't even be mad at him, you know. Because he, it, what the hell did MVP two? Because <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, no, I'm serious. Look, all right, yeah, he didn't look great that one time we saw he, we saw him at HOH, but he's gotten better, and he's into like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and shit now. Wow, that's great, <laughs> dude. You want to know, dude? I hope that MVP gets his job back. He knows jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you just like the ball and entrance. And so it's fine. <laughs> and you like his theme song. Who doesn't love MVP, MVP's theme song besides MVP? One. Wait, MVP doesn't like his theme song? No. Would you rather Would you rather have, like, some generic rock music? like uh, Keith I mean, Lee? to be fair, the lyrics in his theme song are hysterical. Like Tropicana, I Got the Juice. Come on, you know you know the song. One, <laughs> two, Shut up. three, four. <laughs> Shut up! Stop! Stop making me sing that. I'm coming. Fucking <laughs> stop! Nobody knows. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Damn! I don't even have to pull this up on YouTube. You are the YouTube. Shut up. <laughs> it's not nearly as bad as the people that memorized the Ass Man theme. Yeah. You know that one? No. That wasn't really one I wanted to remember. I'm trying. I'm tr- but if you actually did remember it, it would be like, 
what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> no, my favorite part of that song was the part where he goes, I'm gonna pick him. I'm gonna kick him. I'm an ass man. Oh my god. <laughs> no, 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 no. So many asses. So little time. I'm fucking done. <laughs> yeah. So don't feel ashamed that you know MVP's theme, okay? I mean, that's... I mean, I know Rico's theme, for God's sake. Like... Which one? You look so good to me. Yes, we do support a very diverse community. <laughs> wow, so... Yeah, MVP. That's a good one. What else do we got? We ain't got... Sh we, ain't got we ain't got shit. You got my dog upstairs. He's bugging out. He's like, no more of this. Where's my t-shirt? Welcome to the basement dropkick. We've got t-shirts. Cat mascot. That's right. And wristbands. Yeah. I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do at least one plug. Hey, you like some 10 wrestling wristbands? Go over to our Facebook page. And grab yourself a 10 wrestling wristband for $5. And that's all I got for that. What else we got here? We got... I don't want to talk about that. Damn, what else is there? We got to have some, some other stuff. Oh, wait a second. What time is it? It's, uh, it's 7.23. My gosh. We got some dynamite on tonight. And, and NXT. Can't forget about that because it might trigger some people. Wait a second. NXT is the greatest. Wait, race. wait. Is is Dynamite on tonight, or are they still? It's Actually, still no. Pre-empted? NXT is on. Dynamite is tomorrow. Oh damn it! Oh wait a second. Oh, you know what? Why the fuck would I want to watch NXT now? It's like, oh, I finally get to watch NXT, so we can watch Killian Cross, who apparently got injured right after the title. Congratulations, you're a big push and you get injured. Eh, like I said before, I was never... I mean, he's okay, but he was never like... Someone it I just think. really sucks that, lo and behold... Upside, though, there is a reason to watch NXT tonight. Ciampa's back. Oh, no shit. It just, it's just really depressing to think that Keith Lee literally was a transition champ. Right? We can't have Cross the heel beat Adam Cole. So, Keith Lee, here you go. Yeah. Fuck. That is, wow. I haven't even thought of it that way. That kind of makes you sad. Right? I think he might have had the shortest title reign out of everyone so far. Because... No, no, no. Sami Zayn. No, I think his was shorter. Sami Zayn had his for, like, what, a day? No. no, it was less than a month. So was Keith Lee's, though. I think Keith Lee's was like like 45 days. But, right. Now you're going to look it up. Yeah, now i got to look it up. Because I could have sworn Keith Lee's was short. the suspense is killing everybody but just give me a second dun 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 he was NXT champion I know he was NXT champion how long was his reign right. <laughs> here we go it was 62 days 62? yeah 62 days and oh well then he then yeah was 40 something a whole 40 yeah that so Keith Lee got the fucking short end of the stick that sucks wow you know it says a lot when Gargano's was longer than Keith Lee's yeah shit even Andrade's was longer Andrade's yeah Andrade had it for way too long 139 days 
was actually, you know what? There is someone who had a shorter title reign than him. Fucking, fucking Samoa Joe. Yeah, another guy got fucked over. Thirteen days. Wow. <laughs> wow, I didn't know it was that fucking short. Jesus. Well, he is the new Taz. Com- no, no, he's not the new Taz. He's the new commentator Taz. Ugh. That is very sad. Speaking of NXT champions, where the fuck has Bobby Roode been? Or, I'm sorry, Robert Roode. I saw he was doing anything. Wasn't he, like, tagging with Dolph? I don't remember. That goes to show how much we pay attention these days. Right? <sighs> Wrestling has been a blur. Wrestling sucks. That too. You know what doesn't suck? The fact that Retromania is going to be coming out soon. And you're going to be like, eh, fuck that game. I'm going to play Battlegrounds. And you're going to be like, eh, fuck that game. I'm going to play Call of Duty. Fuck that game. I'm going to be playing Tony Hawk 1 and 2, man. And when I get tired of that, then I'll switch over to Call of Duty. Exactly. And then when I get tired of that, I'll switch over to Tetris. Exactly. You see, I need to add something to the rotation. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so if anybody's listening to this live, which can't happen because we're recording, what's your favorite wrestling video game? Do you think that 2K21 is going to be any good when it does come out? You mean 2K22? 2K22, my God, I forgot, I'm sorry. 2K22. I think by the time it comes out on the shiny new next-gen systems, it's going to be any good. I'll tell you one thing. If they use the same engine on PS5, they're fucked. Like, straight up. They just... Honestly, they just need to do what other fucking game companies do. Just get fucking feedback from like, stop having all these, oh, we're all open suggestion and all this shit, and then you don't listen to anybody. This is what I miss. I miss the old smack. Also, thing. bring back GMO so people can shut the fuck up about it. I just want to see the moves the way that they were done in the SmackDown games, because everything looked extremely devastating. Mm-hmm. Not, not like, oh, we need to make it more like a sim. It's a freaking video game. Give us a yeah. break. I miss the dramatic, like, camera effects and shit when you pulled off the finisher from, like, all the older WWE games. They don't have that no more. Like, yeah, the instant replay is nice, but I want to feel like I'm actually making an impact when I do my fucking finisher. Yeah. And that's the one thing I can give WWE's 12 through 14 credit for. Like, they have the little the slowdown right before you hit your move. Yeah. And, like, the reverb and the sound. Like, that's the one thing I can give them credit for. Yeah, but then they try to make it more sim-like. It's like, yes, we want to make this pro wrestling game more realistic. That's a, that's a fucking double entendre, if you think about it. You can't make a sport that's technically fake more real. A, a, a realistic wrestling sim. Yes. That does, that does. Wow, this itis is kicking in hard. My eyes just got really heavy. Uh-oh. You started to feel it, people. I know. It's, a good, it's a good thing that I'm not on that, that chair that you're on. Because you used to fall asleep on the thing all the time. Can you blame me? Chair is fucking comfortable. So what were you about to say? You're like, oh yeah, so... Hmm? You're about to say something, then you kind of cut yourself off. I forgot, I forgot. Uh, what do you mean, I have to try? Damn! Hey, here's an idea. If anybody's listening to this at all, anybody at all, we want to hear from you. We want to know what you want us to talk about next. So, if you have any ideas, go over to 10 Wrestling Pro Wrestling Discussions and look under Jamak Lucas or Fran Lazardic. But more specifically, Fran Lazardic. No, you can look us up both because I know that he'd appreciate it. So. No, no. And whatever you do, don't send it to Dave Brocker. 
because he's part of the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, and that's a different show. Uh, let's see. want to talk about... Hey, do you want a wrestling shirt? Go over to Royal Tees Custom Apparel. Get yourself a wrestling shirt. Use the promo code the Insiguri. You get 75% off. Really? Yes, it's such a steal. Just go over there and get your shit. If anybody says, hey, why did you say 75% off? Just say that Fran Lazard sent you. Yeah, I'm like, who's Fran Lazard? I just know a guy named Fran. Services and Chili's. <laughs> Dude. Right now, I feel like Van Damme. The only thing that's missing is a bunch of bitches twerking behind me. <laughs> you can't say bitch. Sure, I can. I just said it now, bitch. I don't know what we're talking about next because basically it's just a week to week basis. It's like, hey, look, this is what's going on in the world of wrestling. So we're going to talk about this now. I still like some. I, I still want to do our episode where we go back in time to the year two thousand five and talk about. No, you know what I wanted to do. I wanted to go. I wanted to go back to the year two thousand one or whenever Austin was in his push, which was ninety eight to one, and just be like, ugh. This Steve Austin, my God, why do people like him so much? He's only got five moves. <laughs> Ugh, I'm, getting, I'm so tired of seeing the stunner. Do you think that John Cena would have fared well in the Attitude Era? Absolutely not. Not even as a doctor of thugonomics? No, because especially Dr. Thugonomics. He would have done great. You want to know why? He would have been part of Too Cool. He would he god. would he would have been their muscled enforcer. Oh my god, he really would have been a part too cool. <laughs> that makes it even worse. <laughs> Word life, do do. So wait, if he would be a part of too cool, then where would Rikishi be? Oh, he'd still be in there, dude. I can't see. No 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 no. Check this out. My god, he just hit him with the fu into the corner, and now he got the stink face. No. W O R M five knuckle shuffle. <laughs> but no, I can't see Cena thriving in the attitude era as either gimmick, to be honest with you. It just because just because of the time period. And like what was popular back then and like what wasn't. If anything's like Doctor of Thugonomics Cena Really, either gimmick of Cena would have been part part of the public enemy, and and you know that's true. That's so terrible. They would either been a part of the public enemy or Mean Street Posse. Shit. <laughs> John Cena as part of the Mean Street Posse. Pete Gas is looking at John Cena. And go back up. I got this. And like, Joe and Joey Abs. Yeah. <laughs> But it's the truth, though, right? I want to see John Cena in a sweater vest. <laughs> <laughs> While Shane does his Shane shuffle with the, those beat-ass fucking punches that he does. That's terrible. What would Cena say? Well, you can't say you can't see me. You know, he says, you can see me. God. Oh, it's just who else? Who else would? Who else would adapt right to the being in the attitude era? Being the attitude era. Let's see who else would there be. All about. Uh. Well, Dolph Ziggler would have gotten his ass obliterated. Yeah. Well, Dolph Ziggler is a new generation wrestler, straight up. He would have been part of the generation and almost put WWE out of business. <laughs> Although it would you know be, be really good. What's that? Santino. Yeah. Santino would be amazing. In yeah. The era. And he would he would have won a belt. Yeah. Probably. He would have had like thirty hardcore title reigns. 
four Intercontinental Championships and that one joke one-off World Heavyweight title. <clears throat> wow. We actually got past the 60-minute mark. It's awesome. I didn't really think so we were going to... freaking tired, man. I, it's like I just dumped a bunch of melatonin down my mouth. It's called 20-ounce ribeye. Why is the ice kicking in now? Because it has to settle. Once you start sitting down and chilling, it settles. This isn't like the, this isn't like the meat sweats. It's more like the, the meat... The, the meat... I, I'm, I'm drugged up. Again, it's the ice. It's supposed to settle. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> On that note, we're going to we're going to end the show. So um I don't know what's going on next week. I guess we'll find out. Dave's still doing his podcast episodes. They typically get recorded on Sundays. However, they also get put up sometimes 3, 4, 5 days later depending on when his party of people are done working on it so they can send it to me so I can put up on the page our anchor page we also have a twitter page and we also have the 10 wrestling and the 10 media and 10 10 10 yes there we go you gotta do your Drew McIntyre again which one? both of them like, man, no. Uh, here, I uh, here. I'll I'll play. I'll play. Rest, rest in peace, Paul Walker. I'll play him. Man, I almost had you. Had you? Had you? You didn't even have your car. <laughs> now I'm gonna take your car and, and your girl. <laughs> I don't know which one I love. I don't know if I love that one or if I love the oh. Oh, I have the mind. Man, we're going to bury that into the ground. I watched, I rewatched that. I re listened to that the other day and it had me dying. Oh, oh. Who's the man? Uh, no, you know what? We don't, we're, we're not going to end it yet. We're going to add on top of that. Who else with a really distinctive accent? Would just sound really funny in a certain role. Mm. Nikki Cross. Well, that's probably the same thing, actually. Now that I think about it, yeah. And she hers, she's like really Scottish. She's she makes Sean Connery look like Mexican. <laughs> uh, let's put Oscar in a role that I she, thought that would be too obvious. Yeah, let's go for. We can do that. Okay. Oscar. Oscar. In what role? Oscar as. You know what I want to see her in? I want to see her in one of those cooking shows. Like like one of the. Um, like Hell's Kitchen or whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. You know who need No, you know who needs to be on one of those shows? Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. With her, with her shit, with the with the whole like kitchen series that she has on YouTube. Oh, the shot with Brandy. Yeah. How does Cody feel about that? Brandy going, oh, I'm so drunk. Isn't that great, Cody? Or isn't that great, Orange Cassie? It's like, uh, you're, you're not, you're not hitting on me, are you? You know, what does Cody think about it? Yeah, he doesn't care. He's a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas one of our buddies says, oh, he's he's afraid of he's afraid of Matt Tremont. No, you know what? There was a um there there was another challenge that like he was giving shit shit to somebody about. It was that one indie wrestler that contracted hepatitis. Which one? I forgot. Yeah, which one? <laughs> I forgot. The one it, it was against um Abdullah the Butcher. Again, which one? And Cody was like I'm not gonna work with that guy. I'm not gonna work with every single indie person that people throw in front of me. I can only work with so many. I mean, that's fair. I mean, 
people should be grateful that fucking Eddie Kingston got a contract. And Eddie Kingston's promos are still fire. Well, it looks like Fran has gone to Sleepy Town. So I guess we now start to wrap up. So this has been the Basement Dropkick. I am your boy, JCL. And this is this is Comatose Fran. And we're signing out until we feel like it. Later, everybody.